Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor I'm Strange. gonna hop on out, guys. I'm gonna... Josh, I made it. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep. All right. Thank you, Jenna. Hey, thank you, Hunter, for showing up, man. <laughs> thank you, Hunter. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. Uh, we're gonna be discussing Doctor Strange. Um, so the first Doctor Strange movie thought it was appropriate to review it since Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness is coming out, directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, this first one was directed by uh, Scott. Uh, yep. Scott, directed by uh, Scott Derrickson, Derrickson who yeah. uh, previously done uh, the remake of uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is my favorite yeah, uh, horror, yeah, horror legal dramas. Surprised. Yeah, it, surprised, it surprised me in its quality, actually. And one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Sinister. Which was oh. also uh, co-written oh, yeah. by uh, C. Robert Cargill. Yeah. Yes, it was. You want to know what's funny? I accidentally, t- not accidentally, I think that had a PG thing. Go back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I uh, took my daughter to see that. And I was like, this definitely should have been rated R. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter was like screaming and I had to like take her out of the theater. Oh, and wow. I was that, I was that parent. Because we watched horror <laughs> films and I'm thinking it's like insidious, you know what I mean? And then the fucking the first scene, the lawnmower, and I'm like, like, my daughter's screaming, like she's she's like traumatized, and I was like, like, just like the Dark Knight, man, you guys fucking flip this shit on my ass, like y'all say, great parent, thirteen, bro, this shit is rated R, sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, directed by Scott Derrickson, uh, written by uh, C. Robert uh, Cargill here with this Doctor Strange movie. Um, like I say, who also did Sinister, which I also have seen. Sinister, Sinister is very good. Uh, also starring Ethan Hawke in that, uh, by the way, uh, who is doing um, Moon Knight right now. He's playing the villain in that show, Arthur Harrow. Um, also, is uh, Scott Derrickson is he directing Black Phone as well? Yes, he he and Cargill are back doing Black Phone. Yeah, with uh, Ethan Hawke. Cargill did Black Phone. Yeah. Yeah. They did that, him and him. yeah. Oh, I'm about to watch it. Okay, I'm in. I'm 100. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. That's one of the movies I'm excited for. That's coming out. Uh, yeah, in a few months uh, or next month actually, it's coming out. Um, so that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, with this one, um, so this came out all the way back in 2016, six years ago. Uh, that this came out. Uh, can't believe that. It's like wow, that time is just really flying. Um, and. Yep. Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, he was chosen specifically for this role. Um, even Kevin yeah, Feige. They, yeah, they held off making this film until he was. Yeah, uh, until he was chosen. Because uh, at the time, Benedict Cumberbatch, I think he was he was tied up doing Sherlock uh, at the time. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he was tied up doing doing Sherlock. There were a couple other uh, couple other roles that he was busy with. Uh, the Star Trek movie that he was tied up with. Hmm, and. Yeah. And when he finally became available, they said, okay, let's roll right into production. Mm, yeah. Um, ben Cumberbatch had a hot career. Um, you know, tons of different things. Not only this, but like I said, when he was, I first saw him when he was in Sherlock, because I heard so many rave reviews about that show when it was out. Um, and also Martin Freeman, Watson. He's also in the MCU right now. He's playing, uh, what's his character? Agent, uh, the, F- the FBI agent. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his character's name. Uh, but he was in he was in Black Panther. Um, he was kind of the agent there, and also in Civil War, where he made his first appearance um, there as well. Um, 
so uh, with this Doctor Strange movie, um, I would say it was kind of the first time Marvel. It was one of the new phases. They were more going into magic, where they at first they were kind of toying with it. Was like, oh, it's not really magic. It's science. It's you know math. It's like, no, this is just straight out magic. Um, where you have this character of Doctor Strange who eventually becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, there's a little bit of controversy going on in this movie, obviously, with the casting of the Angel One, which was played by Kate Blanchett. Um, you know, a lot of people were kind of not too happy about that casting. Um, so there was a little bit of controversies there. Um, and also kind of the origins of Doctor Strange, who a lot of people were comparing to... A lot of people were somewhat comparing it to Batman, like in Batman Begins. Uh, but they kind of somewhat of kind of a similar origin of a character going to this, you know, traveling, uh, meeting this other kind of culture, learning from this culture, and eventually uh, becoming uh, very great at it, of, you know, learning these different skills. So there was a little bit of comparison there that people had. Um, what were kind of your first thoughts there um, when you kind of heard the Doctor Strange movies being announced and all the promotion leading up to it? When I first heard it was being announced, I, I was I was excited. This was a character that I didn't think, I didn't think would have been a thing in the MCU any time earlier because I feel like at the time the MCU was going for this more grounded, more grounded science fiction. Even the way they explain magic and Thor, it's just it's technology, but just so far advanced beyond our understanding. And here you're going full on into introducing the supernatural, which I was ec excited for, mostly because of the possibilities of how this character is going to interact with people like Tony Stark, with people like Cap, mm. or with Thor. Yeah. Gen and then I then I read that it was directed by Scott Derrickson and written by Cargill, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Jenna, uh, what kind of your thoughts there? Uh, wow. You know, I didn't know that Cargill wrote this as well, because I, uh, <laughs> I thought it was horrible. Um, but funny <laughs> enough, not because of the writing, actually. So that, <laughs> that may make sense. Um, <laughs> I wasn't that excited. I wasn't a Doctor Strange, because I read the comics. So I wasn't really into Doctor Strange. He wasn't one of those characters that I was just like, oh my god, I'm excited for it. But I can understand why they did it. But then I was also just like, again, Doctor Strange is one of those characters that I do wish Marvel did not touch. I wish that this could have been done with a studio that had more creative freedom to really explore Doctor Strange. Because in the comics, he's just so much more fucking interesting. Mm. Um, but after watching it, and of course, having Tilda Swinton, I mean... That's just the history in Hollywood, which is just whitewashing Asian characters. It's just what they like to do. Um, and I wish they didn't do that, but hmm. she was all right. But I, to me, I feel like, I don't know, something was just missing. It, Doctor Strange didn't grow on me until I started seeing him in, in the other Marvel properties, mm -hmm. right? And then that's when I was on the Doctor Strange train. Cause I love me some Benedict Cumberbatch. Like I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would love to marry that white man. But <laughs> um, to me, this film was just not memorable. The story was not. Um, and it had my favorite Rachel McAdams. I freaking love her. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It just wasn't, it was just very formulaic, very underwhelming. And I, I really feel like it was more of a studio issue than the, capability of the people who are handling it. 
But I mean, the multiverse of madness seems like um, it's going to be a lot more interesting, a lot more fun, because I think they now know how to and work with Doctor Strange because they had time. The first one just felt like they didn't really know what to do with his character for. Like, I didn't really know what y'all wanted me to take, like, my connection with this character, like, hmm. versus Spider-Man or, you know, Captain America or Iron Man. Hmm. Clearly targeted to a specific demographic, a specific, like, emotional theme. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange was just strange. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, yeah, it's funny you bring that up uh, because I think there are some cases where a lot of characters, I feel like, you know, in the MCU have their own movies, but a lot of them to me work better when they're in an ensemble, like Ant-Man. I feel like a lot of the Ant-Man movies are just okay or kind of mediocre, but when he's a part of an ensemble, I think he works a lot better. Um, it's, you know, same thing I can kind of say with Black Panther, like when he showed up in Civil War, um, it was badass. Like when he showed up there, I was like, "Oh shit!" You know what I mean? Him coming out and everything like that. I thought he was a lot cooler there than he was in his own movie. Even though I do like the Black Panther movie, yep. I, um, I felt like he was a lot cooler in, in Civil War. Um, and then Doctor Strange, I think same thing. When he showed up in like something like Infinity War, uh, fighting Thanos, I thought he was a lot better there than he was in his own movie. And then also another comparison that mm-hmm. when the Doctor Strange movie came out was was that it was a lot of it also like Iron Man, another kind of rich guy you know he's also got the goatee you know what i mean and he gets humbled um and through you know him getting humbled he you know becomes a hero it's like a lot of comparisons also got drawn there uh, between that so it also kind of didn't help um but yeah and then you also had kind of the lame love interest like rich McAdams, who is very talented rich McAdams is a very good actress but she kind of suffers like a lot of how these love interests suffer in these marvel movies uh where it's kind of like yeah it's kind of sidelined for the most part um i hope they do a little bit more with her in the sequel mm-hmm. Um, but that's how Natalie Portman was in the Thor movies. Um, you know, and now she's coming back as Thor. Yeah, you know, so you know they did kind of a lot of that. Um, I think the only really good love interest that we've had in the MCU, um, I think really capable ones are like Evangeline Lindley. I think the Wasp. I think she's very good there. Um, I think Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And Black Panther. I think was very good love interest. Um, and uh, also I think another very good love interest in the series. I was on the tip of my tongue. Um, I just forgot who it was, but it was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, uh, Pepper Potts. I think Pepper Potts. I think seeing her character kind of grow throughout these movies, I think, um, has been very nice to watch as well. Um, but yeah, I think I agree a lot of with Jenna points uh, with the Doctor Strange movie. Um, like a lot of it, you know, seeing it, I I thought it was just kind of okay. Um, you know what I mean? Really, just didn't really build my socks up. I think, you know, mm-hmm. when we discussed all these movies and we ranked all of them, I remember we did a whole tier list for all these movies. Uh, before I think it was before No Way Home was out. I think it was yeah. It, I, it was. Uh, I think it was like either before No Way Home came out or right after we saw. Yeah, um, and then we did a whole ranking of all these movies. I think this is kind of you know one of those movies that you would put kind of in the middle. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like okay, you know, it's kind of flat in some areas um i do like benedict cumberbatch as you know dr strange i think he does a very good job as that he definitely fits the character perfectly well it's just that you do have those typical kind of marvel things that come in here uh mads mickelson it does waste him i think as a villain um you know true true i think it is kind of a waste of mads mickelson but i also think um he's one of those actors even when he's not given a lot he somehow still brings something interesting to it like we talked about with uh with uh crimes of grindelwald where 
No, I'm sorry. Fucking Secrets of Dumbledore. Fuck these fucking Fantastic Beast movies. Um, <laughs> even in the under, even in an underwritten part, he still manages to bring something. But that is the problem with Kai Silly is he is kind of underwritten. Mm, yeah. Um, so that's I think that's kind of yeah one of the major issues there. Um, even though there was a whole issue with Kate Blanchett with the ancient one, um, I still did like her. It was Tilda Swinton. I mean, uh, yeah, Tilda Swinton. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, Don't yeah, be my girl, Kate. Kate. Kate is non problematic. Hey, Kate, Kate, Kate Blanchett is the goddess of death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, Tilda Swinton in this. Um, I think she did a decent job. I think, you know, she, you know, had a great kind of aura about her in the role um, there, I would say. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? I, I thought she was kind of fine enough. Uh, and then Troll Energy 4, I think a lot of thing about his character was wait till you see more down the line what they do with him. Uh, we can really mm-hmm. chew on a lot more. Uh, but I think, you know, even in this movie, I think that he had some decent stuff there with his whole kind of development uh, with it there. And also the kind of the action in it, you know, seeing kind of the visual effects of the worlds, of kind of the, the, the city kind of collapsing on each other, very Inception-like. That's another comparison that this movie had a lot of uh, when it's about them kind of folding in on each other, which was very nice, which it seems like they're doing a lot of um, here in the Multiverse of Madness, and we got to see a little bit of it also, again, in No Way Home um, with, with Doctor Strange. I think that makes it feel fresh. I think that makes it feel a lot of the action scenes in the MCU fresh and kind of uh, a, a nice uh, there, I think. Um, Jenna, what kind of did you kind of what was kind of the most things you appreciated about Doctor Strange, even though you were kind of felt kind of that it was mediocre? I mean, like how you said with Chueto, you know, redid the magical Negro, which was nice. Um, <laughs> you know, he was, I don't know, the Doctor Strange, I, I enjoyed the action. That's mm-hmm. one thing Marvel will give you, it's a good popcorn movie. Um, and the action in this was pretty decent, and I and I like Benedict Cumberbatch. He carried the damn film, like he literally carried that. Mm. Um, so for me, it was just enjoying him be Doctor Strange and kind of bring. He, doc, I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch is able to play characters in a way where he satisfies kind of like Marvel respectability politics, but still adds a, a maturity to them so that when I look at him, I still like can understand like, okay, this is like a real person, like a real person, real life. But you know what I mean? Like he, he doesn't make it cheesy. He doesn't play it mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, Oh man. And then to see him in the, um, what if series really mm-hmm. got me really excited for Dr. Strange because Mm. Now we get to see him actually do all these great characters because he's such a great character actor as well. Yeah. So for me... Yeah, casting him, you get an actor like Benedict Cumberbatch, and you know, you could give him the silliest shit possible, and he is going to make that shit Oscar-worthy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great at being innocent. Like, he just... He has so So for me, even though the, the film itself may not... You know what I was looking for. Well, I don't think Marvel's ever for from these comic book movies, <laughs> but he um, he makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. Uh, and so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like for me, Doctor Strange. What I liked about it was just watching him be Doctor Strange and mm. seeing this character evolve and being like, okay, I'm I'm down for the ride now. You know what I mean? I'm down for the ride. Mm. Yeah, Nick. 
Me, I, I think I appreciated, one, the casting and the performance of Benedict Cumberbatch, but also a lot of the side characters that are introduced that are going to get more to do down the line in the MCU, especially um, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor as uh, Mordo. He's, so, he's such a fascinating character because he is such this strict fundamentalist about this uh, about the mystic arts and his uh and his conflict towards the end of the film i thought was really effective and also of course my man benedict wong as a uh, wong the changes yes. that they made to the character <laughs> from the comics because in comics he's basically strange's asian manservant which thank god they changed that character mm. and they have so much fun banter in the small scenes that they have together and stuff like Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and in uh, No Way Home, where, hey, Wong is now the current Sorcerer Supreme. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you had the addition of uh, Wong. Uh, who's the actor who plays Wong? Uh, let me see here. Benedict Wong. Ah, Benedict Wong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, B.D. Wong is the one from Jurassic Park. That's the actor who plays in Jurassic Park. Yeah, B.D. Yeah, Wong is the guy from Jurassic, Jurassic Park that they keep bringing back from I don't know why. Yeah, the one that keeps making <laughs> the the dinosaurs, and the one that keeps making all the dinosaurs. Like, Motherfucker, didn't you learn last time? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you know, I think he was a great addition to the role. I think he was very fun. Again, you know, to see kind of his character. You know, he's kind of one of those fun characters. I think you know, like I say, character change. Um, that they did it from the comics, and also what an actor really brings to a role. That I think that was just more there on the paper because I think what that actor does, he's got such a natural charisma. Uh, and charm that it really brings a lot more uh, uh, to the role than that was just originally there. Um, I mean, he's made for some great memes uh, for sure. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, throughout the end, after after his appearance and him showing up in things like Infinity War, um, and 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 things like that, and even in No Way Home. I mean, well, he just you know he's he's just known as the guy for like I'm dipping. I mean, things get serious. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, William, like I'm I'm gone. You deal with your shit. I'm. You know, I get all the shit to deal with, uh, <laughs> uh, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of, there's some good things to like about, like I said, with the characters, with the action. But overall, I think all of it put together is kind of, I think, forgettable when you think about all the other Marvel movies and kind of have the whole list now. We're up to, what, how many now? It's 25 uh, now so far, I think, with these MCU movies. It's a lot. Um, so it kind of gets lost. I think in it's it. like almost like. Thirty films at this point now. Yeah, thirty films. Uh, Ten more years of these movies, all the way up until twenty thirty two. They're gonna be yeah, just keep uh. yeah, keep pumping them out. Yeah, so it's like hey, um, there you go. Um, and I mean, it's it's crazy to think that you know, like I said, it was six years ago since the first one, and you know, we're just now getting a sequel to this. It's just yeah, we're only now getting his sequel. Yeah, which is kind of nuts. He's appeared in more like non Doctor Strange movies than he has in his own franchise yeah um so you know how long is the character going to be around we don't know because i mean eventually you would think they would want to do a third one because every major hero they get at least three um of these films so maybe do that and they already kind of have his replacement already set up in the prime in the rings because like i know wanda's son wiccan he eventually becomes the source of supreme so um mm. or maybe they'll make wanda source supreme or maybe they'll bring in dr voodoo and make him source supreme I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think a lot of this phase of Marvel is grooming the the next uh, generation of hero, okay. and I think that might be touched on in Multiverse of Madness. Mm. I wouldn't bring up grooming and Disney in the same sentence. That they they kind of uh, uh, in some trouble uh, right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. 
Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, um, if you had to give a rating to this movie, Nick, what would you, what rating would you give it? Um, me, this is kind of one of my uh, my uh, comfort Marvel movies. I really love the visuals. This is a great film that I have in the background all the time. I think it's a very I, I think like the floor for Marvel movies for me is still tune in, even if uh, even, even uh, more I'd say uh, stream it. I would say it's not my favorite Marvel movie, but I still enjoy the heck out of it. I enjoy it more than I do something like uh, Captain Marvel or uh, Thor: The Dark World. Jenna, mm. yeah. um, this is de- this is definitely the movie you put on start cooking in the morning on Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you just, like how Nick said, you just have in the background. Watch it. You know, you catch a couple of scenes, you might stop, you know, but for the most part, it's just not, I mean, I'm, I'm very, I'm not anti-Marvel, but I don't jerk it off like everybody else does. So <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I really, it's just, you know, some are good, some are, a lot of them are bad. But Doctor Strange, I think, as it has aged, actually, because I just rewatched it recently, it actually aged better, funny enough, than most Marvel films, and it wasn't even. Mm. Why do you think it's aged better? Um, so it, um, I think the simplicity in the, again, the plot, because we've seen that kind of hero's journey, um, to see it done again, but because we have that attachment with Doctor Strange and other properties, when you rewatch it, I think you'll have a different viewer expectation now because you have it mm. with mm. Doctor Strange versus mm. the first time you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so now when I watch it, it's kind of just like watching a friend, you know, oh, this is one of your, this is, now this is your universe. Um, I think Marvel did groom us very well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it started to kind of like different, <laughs> different universes and different stories, and it doesn't always have to be like this epic um, hero's journey all the time. But yeah, um, I would probably, if I were, to, I would have probably gave this, you know, six out of ten, mm, six out of ten times. I kept staring at Tilda Swinton's ball. <laughs> <laughs> that was like horribly done. I'd rather y'all just. Oh, you cut out there. What'd you say? I said I'd rather you all just hire like to be the stereotype. Like I'd rather ah uh, Asian person. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? We got we got the real Mandarin, and maybe they'll like reveal the real ancient one. Mm. True. Know. That's true. Yeah, maybe with all this multi. Yeah, maybe they'll bring him in. Yeah, I mean, with all this multiverse stuff, maybe you bring in another version of the ancient one or something like that. Maybe. Um, Yeah, Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of with, I'd give it maybe a low tune in, maybe like a stream it, high stream it. It's about where I kind of feel like that. I think, yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange, I think he was a lot better in other movies um, as opposed to maybe his other, you know, to ones that he was in. But you know, in this multiverse of madness, it seems like. 
Maybe it's going to be another No Way Home situation where you have all these cameos, and maybe it's going to be a situation where, I mean, it seems like his movie is almost being taken away from him because you have also like America Chavez who's going to be in here and all these kind of maybe other characters. So um, who knows how that's going to be. Yeah, but, but if, if it didn't take away uh, from Tom Holland's film in No Way Home, I don't think it's going to do the same here. Mm, yeah. 